We'll do a review in the Kutisichas in Chelik Tes Zayin, volume 16. This is the fourth Sicha of the portion of Shemois. In this Sicha, the Rebbe brings down a tremendous Heiro in Abedus Hashem, especially to those who have the privilege of sitting and learning Torah, the Bnei Yeshivas, that they have to realize that they must. Uh, be involved in saving Jewish lives by, when there's a fire out there, they have to go ahead uh, and um, help extinguish that fire by working and bringing people in. And uh, the idea that the logical argument, uh, you're learning Torah so it's not your concern what goes on with someone else, is really what Pare argued. And that's a logical complaint argument, but a Yid uh, knows that that's not true. Uh, the Yidin are not bound by nature, and therefore they have to work in a way to try to connect as many people to Hashem. Let's look inside in the Sicha Aleph, in Posuk. So we're learning from this Posuk that basically. Apare was saying to the Yidin, as the Ramban explains it, he was saying to the Yidin, why are you getting involved in telling me to let the Yidin out of Mitzrayim? Just go, you learn Torah, go do your thing. So the Pasuk, Melech Mitzrayim. So the king of Mitzrayim says to Moshe and Aaron, Lomo Moshe Aaron Why, Moshe and Aaron, do you disturb the people from their work. Go to your your burdens, things that you're doing. So what does it mean when they say go to your burden? So our sages of blessed memory says go to your burdens. He says Go to your burdens, first of all. And then he said also, your lechem. That means your own work, the work that you're doing. He didn't say go to the work of the people. That means that they weren't part of the shibut. And he didn't tell them go to the work that the Yidin were doing. So the Gemara learns from them, they didn't send them to the hard labor, laborious work that the rest of the Jews work. So the Gemara learns from them, is Muchach, as a Zainan given fry from them, that they were exempt. Moshe and Aaron were exempt from that, they didn't have to go to work there. The reason is, as the Gemara says, as Shifta Shalevi Hoyuponui, Shalevi Ponohoyum Avedus Perach, that the tribe of Levi was exempt, was free. From having that laborious work, the Vedas Perach that all the rest of the Yidden were made to work by Pari. And Moshe and Aaron, the Tzavit Levi, tribe Levi, was not part of that. And therefore he told them to go do their work. What was their work? That Amman explains that also Pari was uh, allowed for the every community, every group has its leaders, its teachers, so he allowed for the tribe of Levi to be the Moira for for all of the rest of Egypt. 
And his argument was, you go learn Torah, do your thing, but don't get involved how to run the country. The Rambam is mevayr, as his minik b'chol am. The Rambam explains that it's a tradition by all people, by all nations. Lihis lehem chachomim moirei terosim. They should have sages who teach their teachings. And the farot pare oizgi tell them shevet levi um zei bafreit from them shibut. And for that reason, Padre had distinguished, separated the tribe of Levi, and he exempted them from the slavery. Because they are the sages, the wise, and the elders of the Yidden. And that's why, and this is what Padre meant when he said, Go to your burdens, Li Israel, your job for the Yidden. You go and do your work, what you're supposed to do for the Yidden. You go back to the job of studying and to be teaching Torah to Yidden. Basically, what Pari was saying to them. Don't mix into how to run my government, who I should free or not free. The says that Pari had given to Meshavaran. Pari's argument to Meshavaran was: "Sis genug was ir zayt frei from Shivat Mitzrayim. It's sufficient that you're exempt from the enslavement of the Egypt. When you can't alone learn the Torah, you are able to study Torah on your own. When learn the Torah within, you can also teach Torah with other yid." Why do you also get involved, mix in, in clothes that can say that Achaim in the general lifestyle, or Maisim for the Andre Yidin and the actions of the other Yidin? Don't get involved. That they should not conduct themselves according to the instruction and the order of the country. It's sufficient for you. Was learned mitzay from side to side Torah. The fact that from time to time you study Torah that is sufficient. So now Rebbe is going to say that this wasn't just an argument of Pare, Pare Egypt and Pare. They were considered to be wise, very wise people, uh, as the Zoyer says, and this is a logical argument, as we will see that the Yidna are supposed to be in Mitzrayim, they're supposed to be Arbim Yishonah, so they're supposed to be, so this wasn't just an argument that Pari just said. And yet, we see that the dark argument doesn't hold. Basically, in Zoyar, it says in the Zoyar, Achochov's Mitzrayim is given Yeser Mikoloyim, that the wisdom of Egypt was more than the whole world. Undertsu, in addition, is Pari alein given Achochov Godel. Pari himself was very wise. So therefore, Really, the argument, the taina from Pari is given a taina. The argument of Pari was an argument was hot and art in which has validity if you use the worldly intelligent. The intellect of the world says yes, he has a good a good point. Apitava, because why? According to nature, from The Eden could not free themselves from the exile of Egypt. I say to bless the memory, say, Even one slave could not escape, run away from Egypt. So naturally, the Yidden were confined 
and were under slavery by Egypt. Nochmer. In addition, this was also Hashem's will. It seemed like that was also the order of the conduct from above. While the Ebershon's Gizeda for Golos Mitzrayim is given because Hashem's decree for the exile for the exile of Egypt was of Arba Meishona, 400 years. It was not. So they weren't supposed to go out yet. They were supposed to be there for 400 years. And therefore, this is the argument. And this was Pari's argument. Why are you changing nature? And the ways of Hashem. Go to your burdens. You go and study and teach the classes of Torah. And let the Jews conduct themselves as it's required as it is from the order of the conduct of the world. So that's Pari's argument, logical argument, natural argument. However, that's not the real, true argument, because the Yidden are higher than nature, and the that took them out before the 400 years. So many of them, so what we say about this, as Agam, as is although it seems to be like a justified argument, is thus over Tainus Pari. That's Pari's argument. If we would accept his argument, you could have lost the entire idea of redemption. As it's known, you needed to get out as soon as possible. And you could have missed out and missed the boat and missed the whole light redemption. It's known as the Yulod Gemus Zayim Bichipozen. The redemption needed to be in haste. If the Jews were delayed in the exile of Egypt, even to additional blink of an eye, a little bit longer, there could not be the redemption. Specifically, because of this, that we did not listen to Paris to words of Paris, that's why the redemption came. Let it be true. That based on the intellect and wisdom, his argument has fits, makes sense. The Yidden are not, however, tied to the limitations of the intellect and the order of the world, the river, and therefore, notwithstanding, if there was Gzeres HaGolos is given of Arba Meishon, that the decree of the exile was for 400 years, is the Gula given as the Gula came much earlier. In an oifun from in a way he jumped over the end. The end was supposed to be four hundred years. The Hashem jumped over and made it only the two hundred and ten years that they were in exile. So logic says one thing, but a yid 
is not connected to logic. It doesn't have the limitations. It goes beyond limitations. If you listen to Pari, God forbid, then you might get stuck there. And the Rebbe wants to learn over here a lesson in our life that we cannot do what Pari says. Go, you study Torah, give your classes, and then don't save other yin. Gimel, the Roder Fune is. So what's the lesson of this? As I eat only trachten, I should not think. Ich learn doch Torah. I study Torah. Is ani as nafshi hitzalti. I am protected. My own soul, I have saved. O befrat as ich gib noch von Zeit zu Zeit ashir betoyer zu andere. Especially that from time to time I even give a class to others. Vos is mir af azeifel negeya. So what is it so important to me? How another Yiddish conducts himself. Whether he fills mitzvahs of the Chaz V'sholem Nit or maybe not. He says it doesn't make a difference. Whether the other Yid is giving his energies to Hashem or the Lahav's little Zupari Melech Mitzrayim of Inyonim Gashbim. Or maybe to distinguish, talk about giving it to Pari, the king of Egypt, for physical matters. Giving it for physical matters means it's physical, not lasting, temporary, as the buildings that they were building for for Pism and Amsim would not last. They would build and it would sink, they would build and get destroyed. Gashmis mitzad atzma, under chayis alekivas in here. In other words, just to take physicality without the godliness in it is as viboyin, that is the same as boyin Pism and Amsis or Ipari. That would be like building. Parish cities of Pisimanopsis, or Ipare. The Chazal Zainadosh Mefarish, or Chazal, explain what is the meaning of Ramses. Sherishin Rishim Misroisis. That as soon as you built it, it sunk. Or it falls apart. Pisoim Sherishin Rishim Pitoim Boiloi. At first, first, the uh, mouth of the abyss would open up and swallow it. Wouldn't last. Both the names of Pisim and Amsim represent Kashmis without godliness. As Hotkin Kimli, that has no sustaining value. So, he says, who cares about whether a Yid does mitzvahs or not? As long as I give a class, I learn Torah, Darf Ben Wiesenzein. That's Paris' argument. This was the outlook of Pari, the king of Egypt. He said, go to your burdens. He said, for you it's sufficient that you're studying Torah. Why is it so important to you, the conduct of another year? That's Pari. That's not a conduct, an order of a conduct of a yid. That's why Moshe Nara did not accept Pari's argument. He explains it now. When there's a fire burning, you don't go and start making a question, should I, how could I, how could I tell a person what to do? If it's burning a fire, 
physically, you go and save the person. If it's a spiritual fire, you got to do the same. God forbid, you see, there's a fire burning in a Jewish home. So nobody will sit down to go ahead and figure out should you do something to save the other person from the fire or you'll start making a consideration, a calculation how can I why should I get involved in the and the other ones matters, why should I get involved, the fire is burning, they're burned down so why should I get involved? That doesn't make sense. Yet the mensch say, listen, why get involved in the other person's life? Yet the mensch say Every person has the order of life, which is set up by divine providence, just like the Indo was supposed to be in Mitzrayim for four hundred years. Every year has the divine what set up his life. Why should I get involved? Mix into the ways of Hashem. This is That's not, that's obvious. Nobody's going to say a logical like, argument like that. It's obvious that everybody who sees such a happening will not get involved in a debate. Does it fit according to this view, or the Ratzweiter Shita, or another view? But you're gonna run. There's a fire. You're gonna run right away to save the other person. That is when we're talking about a physical fire. How much more so when we're talking about a spiritual fire? If that is the case, when we're only dealing about the life of this world. How much more so? When we're discussing about the life of the world to come. Together with this world. Both worlds. Because the Yid's Olam Habo and Olam go together. So we're talking about a spiritual uh, fire is burning, endangering the uh, spiritual and physical well being of another one. As it doesn't have any, it's not fitting at all to make any calculations. You got to do all that you can to save the other person from the pit of the abyss, from the be'er, the shachas, which is a destruction of his self-destruction. Um, so now, the Rebbe is going to further say how much we must care about another yid. My father-in-law said in the name of Vashemtov, that the obligation to love thy fellow Jew, it doesn't only apply to a Jew who he is acquainted with. Nor the avid darzayin oich to a yidden that love must also be to a yid was gefinzich erigets bekatzvi table who finds himself somewhere in the end of the world. Und the ave and what kind? How should you love that yid who's in the end of the world? Nitz stam 
not just the love with a limit. Nor kamoicha, love him like yourself. Just like you love yourself without limitation. Likewise, the love to another yin has to be without limitation. The Rebbe of the Tzelt, the Rebbe related, as the Mazritche Magid of Tzelkevunshin, that the Mazritche Magid wished for himself, as Alvay Voltaire Gekush the Sefer Torah, that he wished he would kiss the Torah, with the same love and dearness was the Rebbe the Baal Shem Tov and Gehat that his Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tov, of the Magid's Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tov, had to a yid. And the Rebbe, the previous Rebbe, added to this, on Magid, in the name of Rabbi Magid, he added to this just the statement that he just said that the Baal Shem Tov, that he wishes that he would kiss the Sefer Torah with the same love of the Baal Shem Tov. The Magid further said, If the Vasemtov, while he was in this world, how much he accomplishes, that he is bringing Yidna closer, as he knows it now, which means uh, when he was in Elma Emes, he can see what he accomplished with his work. Had he known it then, what he knows now, it would have been in a totally different way. <clears throat> Even the Baal Shem Tov, after going up Lamaila, knowing, had he known when he was here, he would even do it in a greater and more way. And that love, that you love yourself, it should express the fact, is just by yourself, like yourself. What do you want? You go to your burdens. In other words, you are fortunate enough that you are a, a Torah Jew. If you are happy for yourself, you should be happy to try for another year the same thing. He's happy as He's in the tent of Torah and Davni. He has to impact it another year. should also want to be in the tent of Torah. So how could you do that? Well, the Ebrister demands it from you. That means that we have the possibility. Because we know that God does not come with unfounded uh, demands, expectation of his creations. The Ebrister wants us to do this. He gives us the keich, zikher. Hashem gave everything needed in order to accomplish. The only thing we need to know as mentor you can't delay the work of an additional week or a talk another day. Or that I feel if I had a fight, even for a blink of an eye, don't delay it. Not for a week and not for a day, not even for a blink of an eye. But because we say, I feel like they could lose out the opportunity. But it's possible as that head of ayin is machria. That blink of an eye decides, shall we remain in the exile, God forbid? Or we should be redeemed 
until a complete redemption. Hey. The Rebbe gave this as a sicha in the Beis HaSheva for the Bnei Yeshiva used to be traditional in those days in Tavshin Yudzayin, as we'll see soon. So this Rebbe was talking specifically to the Bnei HaYeshivas. And this is the Eiroa, this is Negeyet, so the Aleph was Aynem Ba'ol HaShol This is a lesson which is important to all those that are in the tent of Torah. Koilil Tamid HaYeshivas, including students of the Yeshivas. That are in the corner of light, you know, they have the privilege to be involved with spiritual holy matters. When you see as by is the another Jew, his spiritual standing is not as it should be. It's not sufficiently light. You should not convince yourself. As Aniyas Nafshi Itzalti, I protected myself. My soul I've saved. O Befrat, as Mitzad Dem, and another point, especially, as Mitzad Dem was Ali Yidin Zainakoim Achaslema, because of the fact all Yidin are considered like one story. We're together, is Mishas, as is felt Shlemus in Torah Mitzvah, by Atzvet Nidin, when there's Torah Mitzvah lacking by another Yid. Felt as by him and then it's lacking by him about it. So if another yid is lacking, you're lacking too because we're all together. You're all standing before God, your God. Your leaders of your tribes from the woodchopper to the water carriers. When you display soldiers in a parade before the king is the seder, then the order is, as from the that if one of the simple soldiers puts the did not properly polish the buttons of his uniform, by them soldat, then not only that soldier you're gonna demand, but mainly you demand by the Mefakin Roshi. By the head uh, captain, the Farvos Hotanit Oizgil and Zayne Soldaten, why had you not trained, taught your soldiers? They should know to prepare them. Why didn't you prepare them to stand before the king? So the Bnei Torah, the Keren Oirat, those people, they're responsible that everybody should be able to be polished buttons that they should be fitting for a king. And our vision, we need to know, as when Atem Nitzov Bayem Kulchem Defnei Hashem Alekechem, you're standing before Hashem. We're not only demanding by that one who's the woodchopper and the water carrier, but Adrabe, but on the contrary, that Iker Montmen Barashem Shiftechem, mainly. It's demanded from the leaders to the tribes. And they won't be able to excuse themselves. That they were busy with themselves. When Yidin will conduct themselves as one story complete all together. All Yidin together. From the heads of the tribes. 
until the choyte v'itzach v'shev v'mecha, the woodchopper and the water carried, sizdo der ve'yosu kulum agudachos. They all make one group together that medamot ala zoiches and then we will all marry to them lasses to the lasses ritzoincha believe of sholim to do Hashem's will with a complete heart. Hashem is one, his name is one, we will be united, and uh, this is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas, Mesichas Simchas Beis HaSheva, Tovshin Yud Zayin.